please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin, and across the table from me is my monorail co-pilot, Sam. And connected live via monorail satellite is our third co-pilot, Landon Doan. Introduce yourself. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Wow. I'm, all, I'm, used to, I'm used to introducing you, and then I just didn't do it that time. Landon, the Dawes Doan. Here he is. Landon, welcome to the show. What's up, I Landon? thank you for that... Uh, Mediocre introduction. <laughs> no, I usually do a lot better. I, this, you know, we, we've been doing a podcasting marathon at this point. I may be starting to wear down a bit. Or, or I do understand the taxing task of driving a monorail and 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 what it takes on you. So, so clearly, you've just been working too hard, buddy. That's, that's true. Yeah. But we're gonna get a that's nice it. break soon, so that's okay. Um, so today, this is episode number fifteen. And it is July 30th, and we are continuing our conversation about planning a Walt Disney World vacation, focusing on how to pick the right resort for you. This is number three in that series, and today we're talking about the deluxe resorts. And this is the fancy one. This is where we're going all out. This is the splurge episode. This is where I'm going to be one day. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be living it up in the deluxe resorts. <laughs> This is the bougie AF episode, if you will. Yes, and I am bougie. And there, there's a rap song about me, there you is. know, about me being bougie, <laughs> you know, cooking things with my 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 guns. <laughs> I don't know. Please keep going. Moving this on. is the best the best thing that's ever been on this podcast. Keep going. No, I'm good now. I feel Landon. like we're Thanks. going into adult territory. I'm going to pull it back to family. So let's talk about what. <laughs> So what makes a deluxe resort a deluxe resort? Everything. They're deluxe. It's the supersize me of the Walt Disney World resorts. Supersizing doesn't exist anymore. It does here. Mm. When, you, when you're talking about Walt Disney World hotel resorts, resort hotels. You this can, is like getting your jewelry from Tiffany's. Mm -hmm. You get bigger rooms, a lot more amenities. It's going to be a step up, but also that means the price is a step up as well. Yep. Um, uh, more like a leap up. <laughs> yeah. Um, standard or like I have to stay at this job for several more years to pay this off uh, uh, up. Hey, yeah. that's, that is why we always say it's really important to plan as early as possible and start saving those dollars so that when you go to Disney, you can stay the, wherever you want to mm -hmm. if, if you would like. But we're going to see. Today's a real test. We're going to try to see if we can actually sell Landon on one of these resorts and get him out of the all-star movies. <laughs> I mean, the all-star movies is kind of cool. <laughs> It but. is cool, and I just want to point out, um, it wouldn't be hard to sell me on that if money was not an option. But exactly. unfortunately, we live in reality, and I think money is an option here. Yeah. Oh, well, 
We're, but it's Disney. It's magical. We we don't consider that. That is true. When, when we're talking about Disney. Um, okay. So again, I'm going to be going through these as ranked by the touringplans.com staff and readers. So shout out to touringplans.com as well as WDW info, all ears.net and the Walt Disney world website for helping me pull together this dissertation of information that I've created for these podcast episodes. Seriously, the notes you put together for this thing, it's like I I graduated from a four-year college. I don't think I kept this in-depth notes on anything. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> I well, I am pretty note crazy, so um, this is this is right up my alley. I it was a labor of love. Man, I would have so would have loved to have been in a uh, group with you with a group project because I have a feeling you were the type of guy that would have done all the work. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that did happen every time. Yeah. <laughs> he would be. I'm not, really I'm not good... putting my grades in the hands of somebody else. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> um, all right. Number one on the list is Disney's flagship resort, the Disney Grand Floridian Resort at the Magic Kingdom. Ooh. It is very pretty, yes. It's a 900 room facility. It is right on Seven Seas Lagoon, Southwest, and one monorail stop from the Magic Kingdom. It is themed mm, after, yeah, themed after a turn of the century Victorian home, and it features gabled roofs. And the five-story grand lobby is topped with a stained glass ceiling and chandeliers. Wow, it it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, huge. looking at these pictures. Whew. And by the way, did you notice um, as we've gone up in price, the rooms have gone, uh, the number of rooms have gone down. It's because yeah. people that when you know go to disney are going for the more affordable rooms well that and if you're paying for a deluxe experience you don't want to be dealing with all the people in the world yeah. like you want it to be you, know, you want there to be l- less crowds and stuff true true so yeah it's hard to be bougie when you have a family of six on the other side of the wall screaming that's right yeah that's true all right let's talk about the room prices this is what everybody wants to know Garden view room, so this is your basic view, start in the value season at $575 a night. <sighs> and holidays go up to about 840 somewhere in that range. If you want, and I know I would, a theme park view room, those start at about 690 and go all the way up to like $1,100 in the holidays. <sighs> and then, of course, you could stay club level. And I want to stay club level. <laughs> those rooms start at $1,000 and go all the way up to about 1600 in peak season per That's night. Crazy. Per night. You know, I'm going to pass out hearing these prices. Oh, my God. But club level, like, you get to go and get all the gummy bears you want. <laughs> For that That's price, that, I better run the club. Like, you I better do. be Finn Balor like two sweet people. You get all the gummy bears you want. Is that's that not what a Garrett, point? That's what Garrett said. The gummy bear from the animated Disney show, The Gummy Bears. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I loved I it. Afternoon. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, well, here's something that makes it deluxe. The Grand Floridian features a turndown service. Every evening from 5.30 to 9.30, housekeeping will turn down the beds and leave chocolates on the pillows and a Disney-themed goodnight note. Oh. You can tell them not to do it if you don't want it, but... No, no. For that price, I'm getting everything I have coming to. <laughs> now we're gonna we're gonna start talking dining, and this is where we get into the really fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. So at the Grand Floridian, you will find the Victoria and Alberts, which is I th- 
is it Five Diamond? It's like the only Five Diamond restaurant on Disney property. What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. But be prepared because men, you got to wear jackets. Women, you got to dress fancy. Like it, you don't have to wear a tie, but like this is one of those places where you can't walk in in your board shorts and a tank top. <laughs> I like going to places like that. Yeah. Really? It like like at, at, at an amusement park? Like, see, stuff like that aggravates me. It's like I understand, you know, they have a whole atmosphere to maintain. But it's like if I just if I just got out of the sun from, you know, standing in line for 75 minutes to ride rock and roller coaster or something, which, by the way, 75 minutes for rock and roller coaster, not all that terrible. But like I would be aggravated if they're like, sir, you cannot come in here with your Aerosmith t-shirt on. Well, I will say a dinner at Victoria and Albert's isn't just something that you just walk into. Yeah. Like, you have to get reservations way in advance. And this is one of those kind of like, if dining is your thing, you're a foodie you're and you're really into it, this is an experience. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not something that you're doing every night. It's a, it's a one, probably a once in a lifetime kind of meal for, for people like us. Um, What's that supposed you to make mean? us sound so poor. Well, no, it's just it's 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 an expensive place to eat. We're not going to go. This is we're probably talking one hundred fifty dollars a person at this restaurant. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to oh. spend that. So, come Did on, they kiss us first. <laughs> is it that Somebody. type of restaurant? They will call you later. Ah, oh, sweet. Um, another option is Citrico's, which is also an upscale uh, and expensive restaurant, and then they've got Narcusi's which features seafood and steak and chicken and waterside seating. And um, Citricos and Narcusis both both require business casual. So, again, another place where you can't walk in shirtless. Um, they have a place called 1900 Park Fair, which is a character buffet restaurant, which is – it features characters like Mary Poppins and Cinderella and things like that, which is pretty neat. And the Grand Floridian Cafe. There's your casual dining. They've got Southern cooking, salads and sandwiches, and then the Gasparilla Island Grill is 24-hour takeout, quick service with burgers, hot dogs, sandwiches. So you've got your options. Like, you don't have to just go fancy dining if you're staying at the Grand Floridian. They've got things for you. It'd be hard not to go fancy dining You should do it once or twice. I mean, you're there. Why not? Um, Yeah, I mean, if you have the money to to stay here, I mean, go for broke. Right. Right. Um, the other thing you can do at the Grand Floridian is have an afternoon tea. Oh, I like tea. Remember, pinkies up, everybody. I like tea with whiskey. <laughs> so they have uh, a Garden View Lounge where you can do afternoon tea. They have a variety of rare teas, crumpets, scones, and berries with champagne. Man, tea and crumpets? Yep, that's right. It's fancy. Do, do they give you a monocle and stuff? You bring. You have to bring your own monocle. And a cigar. Byom. Uh, so, so it's byom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about shopping because this shopping is a step up from everything we've seen in like the moderates and the values. I like shopping. Um, all of it's in I the main. I can only imagine the shopping they have here. Yeah, <laughs> no. All of it's in the main building. There's a place called Summer Lace, which features women's designer fashions. Ooh. Sandy Cove Geek Geek <laughs> Gift and Sundry <laughs> Shop, which is gourmet gifts, fine chocolates and candies. Uh, for, for the geeks in your life. For the geeks. Commander Porters, which offers men's designer clothing. Um, Miss uh, M. Mouse Mercantile on the second floor near the monorail station. We haven't even gotten to that yet. 
that's where you get your Disney uh, souvenir items. And they do have, uh, they've got a Basin White, which uh, sells like beauty products, bath products. And then they do have a Disney PhotoPass kiosk near the M. Mouse Mercantile. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's actually would probably be a really nice feature because uh, somebody who does the PhotoPass whenever they go to Disney, uh, just the ability to bypass having to wait in line to uh, get all your stuff processed. That's really nice. Yeah. They do have two pools. The original is a larger pool um, called the Courtyard Pool. It's open 24 hours a day, weather permitting. There are no lifeguards, so keep that in mind. Oh, I was going to say, wow, 24 hours with lifeguards, but, you know, no lifeguards. It's about 300,000 gallons. It's huge. It's a lot of water. The other is a beach pool, which includes a rock waterfall and water slide. So there's your water slide. It also has zero zero entry. We were talking about that earlier. Um and they do have uh, some of the guest rooms have jacuzzis, and then there's a hot tub at the courtyard pool. So you got your hot tub as well. But here, let's get into some of the specifics about what makes the Grand Floridian so special. So they do have a convention center. It's not nearly what you see at Colorado Springs, as we were calling it, or the Coronado, if you know <laughs> what you're talking about. Uh, but it does have a convention center. Also, if you want, you know, if the mood strikes you, you can get married at the Grand Floridian Resort at the Fairy Tale Wedding Pavilion. Oh, it's hmm. like a little Vegas. Exactly. But probably you <laughs> can, can't do it, it on a whim. Can you get your ceremony officiated by Mickey? No, that would be great. But no, I don't think they do that either. <laughs> it's gorgeous, though. To. This is something that you should really look up. Look up videos of the Wedding Pavilion because the way that they have the chapel framed up is the the window directly behind where the bride and groom stand. You can look out that window and right framed up in the window is C- Cinderella's castle. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Wow. Okay, yeah, I'm I, I'm a heavy metal kid with an image to maintain, but but yeah. but that sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um but guess what? You can watch from the Grand Floridian, you can watch Magic Kingdom fireworks from the beach and the boat dock. And you can watch the electrical water pageant at night, which is also really fun. And the Grand Floridian has a spa named Senses. Ooh. Yeah, full-service spa with 15 treatment rooms. They do facials and wraps and massages. And um, I think they have, like, you can get your hair cut, and, and you can do those new character couture packages at the Senses spa. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. They do have clay tennis courts. And you can do private tennis lessons. They've got you can do the recreational watercraft, which is the wait, 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 back up. Yep. You can get tennis lessons at an amusement park. Yes, you can if you if that's important to you. Man, what a, what a time to be alive! Uh, recreational <laughs> watercraft, including sea racers, which are those cool little one person little uh, quote unquote speedboats, uh, sailboats, water skiing. And you can jog, play volleyball. You can also play croquet because it wouldn't be a fancy experience unless you could play. <laughs> oh my goodness! Croquet. Yes, it makes me feel like you need those little white pants that yeah. like are cuffed up yeah. under the knee. That's right, pantaloons. Yeah. You need some pantaloons. <laughs> Did they give you one of those old timey wigs to wear? <laughs> <laughs> um, are you pro monocle? <laughs> <laughs> here, here is the one of the biggest selling points in my mind. Transportation, sure, if you want to go to the Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Disney Springs, you can ride a bus. But if you want to go to Epcot or Magic Kingdom, guess what? You're getting on a monorail that stops at your hotel. Yeah, that's mm. so cool. I mean, That's what's on. up. You just hop on the monorail, and one stop away, you're at the happiest place on Earth. So that's a huge Man. selling point for me. Um, 
I don't know. That's that's about all I want to say about the Grand Floridian because I've said a lot. But that it's one of those places. I almost look at it and I look at it thinking that place is almost too fancy for me. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I would feel like I'm not fancy enough for that place. I, like I said, I like big cartoons at the Art of Animation. And you cannot lie. <laughs> I like big cartoons. At the, oh, no. I got to stop. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. I, I like I like the idea of it. I like the concept of it. I think that, you know, in another life, if we could have had our wedding there, absolutely I would have done it because I'm such I a big like Disney nerd. I liked our wedding too, but holy crap. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Is there any better wedding for a Disney nerd than that? Um, oh, no. Y'all's wedding was on Halloween. That's pretty metal. We could have still done it on Halloween. Yeah. Just with, yeah, that's true. Just with the castle in the background. Well. But, and, and hey, since it's uh, Disney, the uh, not-so-spooky Halloween, y'all could have gotten married, like, in February. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. Let's move on to number two on the list, which is Disney's Polynesian Resort. Now, this is the one that I have on my bucket list of places that we have to stay. And this is the one that I would be the most hesitant to stay at. Well, because of the pineapples. Yeah. Everywhere. You I walk in and you die from pineapple allergy. Like, I would probably just be <laughs> inhaling pineapple. Like Man, walking... It was a lovely vacation right up until the point where Sam just, you know, choked on the air and died. Yeah. <laughs> but they other do. than that, we had a blast. They pump, they pump uh, pureed pineapple just <laughs> into everything, like they, into the steak into everything and then and then the there's like laced with pineapple yeah there's wa- pineapple juice in the water fountains i feel like this needs to go on the record that it's on justin's bucket list <laughs> suspiciously that we go to the polynesian if i don't come back alive <laughs> yeah totally not a uh, non-related question how's y'all's life insurance <laughs> right <laughs> um okay so the polynesian 847 rooms located on the seven seas lagoon directly south of the Magic Kingdom, and it occupies 39 acres. And, of course, it is themed after the South Pacific with beaches, tropical landscaping, waterfall, bamboo, tiki torches, and the Great Ceremonial House being the center is where the it's the lobby and the focal point of the resort. It's gorgeous. It's just you've it really got is. Hawaiian music playing, like tropical island music playing around you. You're surrounded by cousins because all the, all the cast members that work there call you cousin and their cousins. Um it's awesome. It's so cool. And someday, someday we'll be there. Um, Maybe. We will. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, Sam's just going to be staying in a hamster bubble while y'all are there. <laughs> you can be like Bubble Boy. <laughs> I can't even eat the chicken. Th- there you go. Yeah. So um, they do have uh, all the rooms are located in 11 different buildings. They're all called longhouses that are about two or three stories high, and they're all interior. Um, let's talk about prices. I guess we have to. The standard view room starts at about 480 and goes up to about 750 on holidays. If you want to stay club level, you can stay club level theme park view for about um, $900 and it goes up to 1300 on holidays. Or you could stay in a suite if you would like. And those start at $1,200 and go all the way up to about 3600 on holidays. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they had definitely better kiss you if you're spending $3,600 on a hotel room. Yeah, I expect, uh, I expect like, room service every night. <laughs> and, and it be Free. on the house. Yeah, because you're already paying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And delivered by some Disney Channel star. Like, I don't need to know who they are, but I just need to know <laughs> that they're <in> the <laughs> 
All right, let's talk like, about like send Zach or Cody. Yeah, <laughs> Hannah Montana. Well, let's talk about dining. Um, first and foremost, Ohana. We have actually dined at Ohana. We can talk about it firsthand. So. Yeah, it was fun. It's an all-you-can-eat Polynesian feast. Did you not feast. die, Sam? Well, we had to ask them to make sure there wasn't pineapple yeah. and stuff. And they took care of it. It they, was not they, an issue. They really did. Yeah. Can you please make sure your food doesn't kill me? That'd be great. <laughs> so one thing to say about Ohana, it's all-you-can-eat, but it's not buff- buffet. They bring the food to your table. Which is really oh, nice. so it's so it's kind of like a uh, Brazilian steakhouse type thing. Yeah, yeah, but and you can ask them for we specifically would like more waffles, and they'll bring you more waffles. Right. The breakfast is a character breakfast where you get to meet Stitch and Lilo and oh my god, really? Yeah, and Pluto and Mickey. Yeah, it's awesome. So that's pretty cool. Oh uh, my god! Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, heading to the top of my list. I'm just being <laughs> uh, completely transparent here. Kona Cafe is a restaurant that serves fresh fresh dishes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, of course, they feature Kona Coffee. Mm. They have um, vegetarian and vegan dishes. And there's a coffee bar just outside the restaurant. And then there's also a restaurant called Captain Cook's, which is quick service, fast service. They've got snacks, fast food, and they do have desserts. One of the things I wanted to point out about this hotel is that you can visit the Pineapple Lanai and get Dole Whip. <laughs> and die. <laughs> oh, snap. Well, well, yeah, you'll die, but for the rest of us. Oh, snap. Yeah. Um, they have three bars. Trader Sam's Grog Grotto on the first floor of the Great Ceremonial House. That's a mouthful. And that's where that's where if you go, it's like a big, it's a whole big thing. It's it's They call it an interactive bar and lounge, but like it's where... If you order specific drinks, it's going to make certain things happen in the restaurant. That's so cool. Yeah. Kind of <sighs> crazy stuff. Hmm. Um, and then they have the Tambu Lounge, which is connected to Ohana, and the Barefoot Pool Bar, which is next to the Nanei Volcano Pool um, on the shores of the Seven Sea Lagoon. There is room service. And the other thing, I mentioned you can get Dole Whip, but you can also get a very famous breakfast item at the hotel, which is called Tonga Toast. Ooh, what's a Tonga Toast? Well, it's funny you ask. It's extra thick French toast made with sourdough bread and stuffed with banana. Oh, that sounds good. And it's topped, oh, sweet mother of God. Topped with sugar and cinnamon. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah, that <sighs> sounds great. Yeah, Tonga Toast is one of those things that people always say it's like a must try from, from the Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. They oh, could yeah. level it up by putting some peanut butter on there, too. You probably could ask them for peanut butter. Mm. Um, they do a luau show at the Polynesian. So it's called the Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show, presented every Tuesday through Saturday at Luau Cove, weather permitting. Um, you get authentic Polynesian dining and uh, or Polynesian dancing, and the food includes a full Polynesian-style meal. And in cooler months... Sometimes do they do they a can. big pig? I think they do roast a pig, yeah. That's awesome. They would have to, right? That's authentic luau. Yeah. Let us talk about shopping. So, boutique is the, where you're going to do your shopping. At the the <laughs> boutique The boutique <laughs> Yeah. That's where you're going to do most of your shopping at the uh, Polynesian Resort. And then they also have Wyland's Gallery, which sells artwork, paintings, and sculptures, and then Trader Jack's sells Disney merchandise. Um, Samoa Snacks on the second floor sells sundries, liquor, film, and snacks. Mm. And then there's a pin trading cart called Trader Jack's. 
Interesting. All in the great ceremonial house. So let's talk about some other things that you can do if you, you know, shopping's a fun recreation, but let's talk about some other things. So they've got two pools, the Nanei Volcano Pool, and that actually just got rehabbed back in 2015. So there's now um, 35,000 more square feet of deck space and a children's water play area. Uh, and then there's a second quieter freeform pool. Yeah, the the volcano looks really cool. Yeah, it's really neat. There's it has actually water a volcano down yeah. the sides. The pool bar at the volcano pool is actually located in the volcano, and Ooh, they no, have that's cool. a tubular slide. It's totally tubular. Word bra. <laughs> <laughs> there is um, a beach at the Polynesian as well. Um, they've got a hot tub. They've got a Lilo's Playhouse, which is actually a special childcare experience for ages 4 to 12. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if we had sent Garrett to something like that <laughs> when he hilarious. was 12? He would have been so mad at us. He was just 12. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, they've got arcade games. They've got Nintendo computers. He might have been fine with it, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, they have a marina where you can, of course, get your watercraft. Um, you can get those... Uh, Sea Ray boats or the sea, what do they call them? The sea, I don't know what they call them now. They used to be called water sprites. Oh, I don't know. I actually drove. I actually got to rent one when I was when I was a sprite, um, and it was, <laughs> it was fun. Um, you can get your hair wrapped. There's jogging. There are no health club facilities at the Polynesian. That's weird. Man, but, Disney is not about health. But you can no. use the facilities at the Grand Floridian. It says with your magic band uh. if you're staying at the Polynesian. Wow. Um, as with the Polynesian, you can see the Magic Kingdom fireworks uh, from the from the beach um, or the dock, and you can watch the electrical water pageant, and you can choose to take a boat cruise if you'd like to do that as well. Um, so lots to do, lots of cool things to do at the resort, as you would imagine. And then transportation-wise, guess what? A monorail. Buses. <laughs> <laughs> both you're both right <laughs> yay and boats because you can actually uh take a boat to the magic kingdom from the polynesian if see you want. that's what's up yeah, yeah that's really cool uh so so it's up to you you get your choice you can you can bus it you can monorail it you can boat it and um and remember you can bop it as well you can bop it <laughs> twist it Kick it. <laughs> One thing that's kind of nice, too, is that there's a private walkway that the Polynesian has that'll take you directly to the TTC if you need to get to the Transportation and Ticket Center. So that's cool, too, if you don't want to wait on the monorail to go to the TTC because you'd have to, I guess, maybe you'd have to go all the way around to get to it. So yeah. that, that would save you a step. All right. We're going to move on because I'm excited about this next one because this is one I've actually stayed in. And I've got to tell you, it's it, it stands out in my mind as one of my favorite Disney experiences. And this is number three on the list, and it's Disney's Contemporary Resort. You know, you've probably seen this resort in pictures of Disney because this is the big A-frame building that has the monorail that goes actually through the building. And I don't, I don't know if you can get much better than that. If you were just to tell me only about this hotel, that the monorail goes into the hotel, yeah, that'd be enough for me. We yeah, actually, that's what's up. Yeah, we actually rode it through the hotel when we were we there did. last time. And we'll be doing it again because we got to go to the California Grill, which is in the Contemporary. So. Ah. Um, yeah, so so this it's really cool. It's a pretty looking building. It looks more modern. I mean, they say contemporary, con I guess contemporary for the time. 
one of the cool things about the Grand Canyon concourse when you go in is there's this huge, like, four or five story mosaic um, that was designed by Mary Blair on the wall. Oh, okay. And it's, I don't know who that is. It's really gorgeous. Um, well, you need to study up on your Disney history. I guess so. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's just, it's pretty to look at <coughs> on the outside and on the inside. I, one of the fun facts about the contemporary is that the, the rooms were actually built modularly, and then they were slid in to place, like drawers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And people used to say <laughs> the reason that they, that they did that was because that way, if they wanted to update them, they could slide them out. But yeah. that's that's not true. <laughs> you, yeah, that, that it, it's funny you mentioned that and then debunked it because that's always one of those fun Disney uh, myths you hear online. Yeah, I actually think that I could be wrong about this, but I think the Polynesian rooms were mod, were um, modular as well and slid into place. But I, I might be totally wrong about that. But um, but I know for sure. But it's okay. You said it on a podcast, so that means uh, <laughs> it's true now. <laughs> but I know for sure it's true about the contemporary. Anyway, let's move on. So let's talk about prices. You're gonna you're gonna pay a pretty penny if you want to stay in the contemporary garden wing, and that's not even in the main tower. The garden wing rooms start at four hundred dollars and go up to six hundred and thirty on holidays. If you want to stay in the tower, just where the Bay Lake view, not even a Magic Kingdom view, they start at about $570 and go up to 780 oh. <laughs> a night. Uh, if you want to stay club level, we're talking, we're going to start value season about 780 per night, all the way up to about 1200. Jeez. So, yeah. And they have suites too. The suites go crazy. <coughs> I mean, if you want to pay $4,000 a night for a room, you might be able to do it at the contemporary. So, Oh, I'm pretty sure Disney would uh, find a way to let you pay $4,000 a night. <laughs> Disney, they, they definitely find a way they'd yeah. be okay with it I'm sure. oh man um dining so i already mentioned the california grill it's they you know it's it's really kind of the flagship restaurant of the contemporary located on the 15th floor of the tower building and it offers californian style cuisine and sushi and views of the magic kingdom and the surrounding areas and we will certainly be watching the happily ever after fireworks from the california grill when we go down there next week Yes. Or if you're listening to this on the 30th, it was in the past. Yes. And it was awesome. Can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. You say that this is the quote flagship of the California or of the uh, uh, flagship restaurant of the contemporary. Yeah. What makes it the flagship restaurant? Well, like, like what 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 sets it apart? What makes it better than than everything else here? I would say number one is the the view from the restaurant. I mean, it's it okay. r- really your. There's not a bad view any place you sit in the Contemporary or in the California Grill. You're looking out over the Magic Kingdom. Like, you're, you're looking at Cinderella Castle from the 15th floor of this tower. And um, that's, that's a, you know, one of the big selling points. But the other is the cuisine. I mean, it's, it's some of the better food that you can get in the resort restaurants. Very fancy. The sushi there, I hear, is very good. We're going to try it ourselves and we yes. can report back. Yes. Um, a lot of unique offerings with the California kind of spin on them. So... And, it, and it's just in high demand. Like, it's one of those places you got to do your ADR for because if you try to walk up, you're probably not going to get in. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good one. Okay. All so, right. I was, just, I was just curious. That's cool. I appreciate the question. Um, the other options are Chef Mickey's, which is a buffet-style restaurant, and it's also character dining. So if you're going to go for breakfast. Um, I love those character dining experiences. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, you got your typical breakfast fare on the buffet. The the evening buffet features prime rib and seafood, which I actually think if you're gonna get the most value out of your dollar for a, for a meal at Chef Mickey's, you probably ought to do dinner. Yeah, because breakfast breakfast food in general is not expensive, but you're still paying that premium for the right. community yeah. dining. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be yeah. eggs and waffles. Yeah, you do exactly. Get... Which I mean, yeah. It, end of the day, it's gonna be good. Doesn't cost a whole lot, but I mean, prime rib—that's some expensive stuff. And get seafood, your money's worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then they have a restaurant called The Wave, um, which is it's it's got some upscale dishes as well. They've got braised lamb shank, grilled pork tenderloin, some nice things. Ooh. There. Yeah, full service breakfast, lunch, and dinner. McKenna and, would break us there. She would. <laughs> and then there are two counter service restaurants: the Contempo Cafe and the Sand Bar, which is by the pool. Obviously, where else would the Sand Bar be? <laughs> shopping i almost said shoplifting shopping where can yes. you do where can you do all your shopping? i mean i guess you can do that at disney but you know mickey would probably frown upon it yeah, and then break your legs i don't encourage it uh-huh. um there's three options that i that i've got on the list here bayview gifts is the place where you're gonna get uh refrigerated chocolates and fudge housewares photo collectibles um they are sh- they have some ladies wear as well and some some men's clothing, and then Fantasia is where you're going to get your Disney character merchandise and clothing, and a wide selection of pins. And then the Fantasia Market, you can get reading materials, liquor, and refrigerated items. The yeah, shopping, gotta get your booze. Yeah, the shopping there doesn't sound as exciting. It's as... yeah, I would say it's not on the Grand Floridian level. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then they've got two pools. They've got a large freeform pool, complete with a 17 foot high curving slide. And then a round quiet pool uh, with shallow, which is shallow around the edges. Uh, cabanas are available nearby uh, that have a flat screen TV in them. Oh, that's what nice. Garrett would want. <laughs> uh, Heck they've, yeah. They've got two hot tubs and a new children's play area that, well, new. It opened in 2009. And there are signs. I should say this at all of the, the resorts we've mentioned so far. There are signs that say no swimming in the lake. Yeah, the the one year like a kid got ate by an alligator. Yeah, that was uh, somewhat recent. Too, that was so, last uh, year. Oh, I and he wasn't even... swimming either. He was just on the beach. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Always, always be cognizant of uh, alligators when you're in Florida. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Um, just like at the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian, the Contemporary has uh, a marina with a lot of different watercraft and things that you can do there, and they they have a fitness center. Hey! So one finally does. Congrats, Sam. <laughs> I know. I'm, there's like three out of all of these millions we've talked about. Yeah, we're only three episodes into this breakdown, and we finally got one. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. They do have two volleyball, or they've got a beach volleyball court. They've got two basketball hoops, um, access to golf, tennis, and a large video arcade. And I, and I wanted to mention... Some of my memories that I have of staying at the Contemporary, and I know it's changed, they've renovated it, but I remember this arcade being awesome when I was a kid. Like, I remember it being really big and having a lot of games that I really wanted to play, and it was a place that I could have stayed in and been happy and probably forgotten that I wasn't in a park for a while. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, as with the other two, you can see the Magic Kingdom fireworks from the Contemporary. As I mentioned, um, you can see them from the California Grill up top, and they also pipe in the music up there, so you don't miss that. And then if you could see it from your guest room if you've got a room facing the Magic Kingdom. That would be cool. Would be pretty crazy. 
And then north side of the tower, just outside the fourth floor, there's a viewing area. And then, of course, there's benches and things outside. Um, you can see, And you can also see the electrical water pageant, which is silly, but I like watching the electrical water pageant. I dig that. That is cool. Yeah. Um, and then transportation. Monorail! <laughs> and buses. And buses. But monorail! <laughs> uh, okay. So those are the Magic Kingdom monorail loop resorts. And now we're going to move on. And they, and they occupy the top three of the ratings. But now we're going to move on to Epcot area resorts. So number four on the list is the Beach Club. So now... Now we have arrived at the beach club where beaches where and cream is. Where we weren't is. allowed to go yeah. walk through. We tried to accidentally uh, walk through the pool the area. The Stormalong Bay. Yeah. Of the beach club. And they were like, what are you doing? Well, they weren't rude about it. But no. they definitely pointed out that you can't just walk into that yeah. pool. They're like, you don't make enough money to walk in here. <laughs> and the, the biggest reason for that is because this is like one of the most popular pools in all of Walt Disney World. Because it's the one that's got the sandy bottom. So it's a sandy bottom pool and it's got like a shipwreck that has a big water slide that goes into the pool. I mean, it's, it's really, really nice, but as you can imagine, they had issues with people coming from all the other resorts wanting to swim there. So they've made it restricted, but, um, the beach club has 583 rooms and, um, and it actually has conference facilities as well. It's themed after the new England seaside at the turn of the century. And it kind of adjoins right to the the yacht club as well, so they're right there together, and they share Stormalong Bay and transportation. So that's something to kind of think about. Uh, the biggest advantage, though, of staying at the beach club or the yacht club is you can walk to Epcot. Oh, cool! I mean, you're right there. You can walk. Wow. Yeah, you can walk that to the, close. Yeah, you can walk to the International Gateway. It's like a uh, maybe a ten minute walk. Wow. Yeah. So, but if you don't want to walk. You can do the friendship boats. I mean, <laughs> there is a lot of walking already. Yeah. So. so you can ride the boats, um, but we'll get we'll get into that in a minute. I'm, I'm skipping ahead. Um, so let's talk about what you pay for a room at the beach club. You can start out with the on the with low a end kidney standard room <laughs> range. Um, the low end is is 400 bucks a night, and it gets up to 650 at peak. And then if you want to do club level, then you're talking about, you know, um, the mid 600s kidneys. up to up to a little over $1,000 uh, per night. And they do have suites there as well. Um, dining. I already mentioned it. Beaches and cream. 50 style hot shop serving burgers, hot dogs, soups, grilled cheese, and the kitchen sink. We're going there. Yeah. We're, we'll be there. I'm we're, so excited. We're gonna eat that kitchen sink. Yeah, congrats on y'all getting your uh, mythical unicorn. Thanks. Yeah, it was it was a lot of hard work, but it paid off. Um, it is. They've got another restaurant called the Beach Club Marketplace, and it's got made-to-order sandwiches as well as prepackaged sandwiches, salads, and desserts. The Cape May Cafe it has actually has a daily character breakfast uh, featuring Beachy Goofy. <laughs> Aw, Beachy Goofy. Yeah. Beachy Goofy. Is he wearing a Speedo? Is he European Beachy Goofy? I bet he's wearing like, I, I can see him wearing or like a Or is he float. dressed like one of the Beachies? A Beachy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in the evening, the Cape May Cafe actually hosts a clam bake buffet. Oh, That yum. sounds pretty good. Uh, for an evening cocktail, you can go to Martha's Vineyard, which is a full service bar. That sounds great. And they have wine flights. Yes, wine flights are fun. Wait, the, you can do flights of wine? Mm-hmm. 
I need a flight of wine right now. <laughs> and I learned so much on these podcasts. <laughs> um, Hurricane Hannah's Waterside Bar and Grill is at full size. Full size. Full side? Full service. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was mixing poolside and full service. I'm so confused. What's going on? And then um, I'm going to save that one when we get to the Yacht Club. And that one. Um, and then shopping. The Beach Club Marketplace has Beach Club logo gear as well as your typical souvenirs. So, but like I said, the big selling point here is Stormalong Bay. So, it's like I said, it's shared with the Yacht Club. Um, it's got a separate wading pool with sand. It's got a shipwreck water slide. I mean, it's just really, it's really cool, guys. It is really cool. I really wanted to walk through Sand it. bottom pool sounds awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sand feels good in the toes. Uh, that it does. They do have a leisure pool um, on the beach club side that's closer to Epcot. And uh, there's a courtyard with a quiet pool. And it has its own supply of towels. And then you've got a lot more recreation, um, access to a lot more recreation than just that. You've got water, volleyball, campfire, sing-alongs, movies under the stars. There's two hard surface tennis courts. They've got a health club. Hey. It's between the beach and yacht club. <laughs> We're on a streak now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they've got a fitness center. Oh, what did I just say? Health club and fitness. Same center. thing, isn't it? Yeah. I meant to say. <laughs> it's a, a super healthy resort. That <laughs> they do have a Lafferty Place arcade. Ooh. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Located next to Beaches and Cream. And they've got a marina, so you can do a lot of the water sports kinds of stuff that you're interested in. Now, from the Beach Club, you can't watch Magic Kingdom fireworks, but you can watch Illuminations. Epcot. Yeah. Now, Ooh, there you go. Of course, some of that stuff is on the water, so it's a little bit lower, but all the stuff that goes up in the air, you'll be able to see those fireworks from the Beach Club. That's pretty cool. Yep. Or you could rent a pontoon boat and do the eliminations, uh, elimination cruise. The elimination. <laughs> Not everyone will make it back. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, that sounds like a really dark Disney ride. Not, you know, a dark ride in the normal sense. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So we already mentioned it, but transportation at the beach club, you've got the boat option. But you can walk to Epcot. It is really very close, five to ten minutes. Um, a boat will take you over to the Hollywood Studios. Or you can ride buses if you want to go to the Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom. So, uh, like I said, a lot of different options for transportation once you start getting to the fancier resorts. I like the watercraft that go to the... I don't know. Yeah, I, know I was just about to say the same thing. I know like, it's being, dumb. Being within walking distance of Epcot is cool, but I mean... Going by water, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah I think it's fun too. It, it makes it kind of unique. Yep. Okay. Number five, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. I really want to stay here. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was really surprised to see it come in at number five. I'm, yeah. I'm completely honest. I think, I think it really has to do with location because it's, even though it's close to the Animal Kingdom, it's far away from Epcot and the Magic Kingdom. and, and But it's, it's its own thing. Like the Animal Kingdom Lodge has the savannas. Yeah. And, and you could spend probably a couple of days just doing things around the resort. I think it's so cool. We got to go in there and we ate um, dinner at Sanaa and we could see out 
where they had all the animals and stuff. It's just crazy. Yeah, that see that right there would be what I would want to pay for when yeah. it comes to a room. Yeah, like 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 a view of seeing the animals. Yeah, if I were to stay there, um, I would have to budget to be able to stay and look like go out on my deck or balcony or whatever and look over the savannah. The savannas, mm-hmm. yes, the savannas are so pretty and it's re- it really is a nice perk to staying at the lodge but i will say too the main lodge like the main building is so gorgeous like the main lobby do you remember how pretty it is it is really pretty in there yeah like the inside is pretty too it's it, just it is it's it's amazing so it's it's themed after a south african wildlife reserve lodge and i mean it's just the the designs are so intricate the the roof is supposed to look like a thatch roof You've got like African art everywhere. Yeah, it's it it's is pretty so epic. cool. Yeah. yeah, out on the savannas, you can actually see a hundred grazing animals and a hundred and thirty birds. That's so cool. We yeah. had a bird um, really close to our window while <laughs> we, we were at, eating. When we were at Sanaa, there was a bird that was like looking right through the window. Yeah, it was like a just big... staring at us. <laughs> it was like, you got to finish that. Yeah. <laughs> we're sitting there eating bird and we're like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> um, so let's talk about prices. So a standard room. This is not viewing the Savannah. Starts the, at yeah yeah the standard. I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. <laughs> starts at about three forty and goes up to about five fifty in the peak season. But if you want to view Savannah, because let's talk about it, and that's we know that's what people want. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rooms start five hundred dollars a night <sighs> and go up to about seven hundred at the peak season. So you got to save, save those pennies. Yeah, yeah. It's worth it. Go to your daughter's room and dig through her things because she has lots of change. You want to see an alpaca? Not an alpaca. But we can see an alpaca here in the farms nearby. What, what do you yeah, want to see? Yeah, I was going to say, giraffe. like, go 15 minutes from your house. Come an, on, dude. An antelope. A giraffe. Or a zebra. A giraffe. Yeah. A giraffe. That's, that's what I'm all about. I want to be able to go out on my patio on the third floor in the morning as I drink my coffee and be like, what's up, Mr. Giraffe? You know, <laughs> yeah. <looking. laughs> here's, exactly. Here's a carrot. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, because I carry around carrots when I get up first. You thing would if you were staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yes. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you're, you're, you're correct. I there. don't think you get to feed the animals. In fact, I, I think they discourage you from feeding animals yeah, if you stay there. But you get yeah. to watch them feed the they animals. They do. Yeah, you can watch them feed There's the videos on YouTube that you can see even. That's a fact. Uh, let's talk about dining. Since we're talking about all these animals, you're going to get hungry looking at all those animals out on oh, the savannah. This is awful. What um, a terrible so, segue. Uh, much like the uh, Wilderness Lodge, uh, you eat whatever you hunt. So, you know, <laughs> they give mount you, up. Baby. They give you a crossbow and you stand on your balcony and you have to shoot your food. No. Um, oh, God. So that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Ted Nugent's Disney World, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they have a restaurant called Jico, which means the cooking place. And it's a casual restaurant serving dinner. It has a, it's a taste of Africa, as you might imagine. Uh, Boma, flavors of Africa. Uh, it's, it's pretty popular. And this one is a buffet-style restaurant with a lot of the different African food, which that, to me, is very enticing. And this is where you get the famous signature item, Zebra Domes. What's a Zebra Dome? I'm intrigued because Z- it's a signature item, and in our notes, it's in all caps, so Z- it must be good. I know. I added that. Zebra domes are chocolate mousse with white chocolate oh, da- white chocolate, dang, and dang, chocolate cake. Dang, they look good. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Oh, yeah. Very, very Mother good. Mother of item. God. Mm-hmm. 
So that's that's a selling point right there. Yes. And that's something that wouldn't kill you, but it would kill McKenna. <laughs> so we're all Man, dead. Does your family have to be so difficult when it comes to eating? Just put food in your mouth and don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It should be pretty easy, right? I know. I'm, I'm never going <laughs> to survive on a tropical island. Um, you can live on coconuts. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I want to live on these zebra domes. Those things look amazing. There's a quick service restaurant as well called Mara. And then there's a lounge called Victoria Falls. And then the Uzima Springs is located um, by the pool. It's the poolside bar. And I forgot to mention Sanaa. Oh, it's so good. Why would I forget Sanaa? Well, how could you forget to mention Sanaa? Just like the rooms at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, when you eat at Sanaa, you are viewing the savanna while you eat. Yes. And there is something just so satisfying about digging into meat of animals while you look out and watch <laughs> animals walk around. Yeah, that's called sitting at the top of the food chain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything about this so far, Animal Kingdom, or the, yeah, Animal Kingdom Lodge, like the food is so good. Mm -hmm. And it's not just typical burgers, hot dogs, that kind of thing. I'm sure you can get that. But like having something that you've never had before, that's like my dream yeah. vacation is eating weird food. I love food. I'm uh, hungry. <laughs> well, let's talk about shopping at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So they have a marketplace called the Zawadi Marketplace, a retail shop celebrating the romantic and adventuresome spirit of Africa. The cool thing about the Zawadi Marketplace is that Disney sent a team of researchers to Africa to locate one-of-a-kind treasures. Oh, we went in there. To showcase in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's nearly 6,000 square feet, and it's one of the largest retail shops at Walt Disney World. It's so cool. It's really That's cool. That's a really big gift shop. I just want to point that out. That is huge. It's huge. Like, 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 like so much room for you to spend your money in. Yeah. Um, so recreation. Well, I think the big headline here is the savannas. There are three separate savannas, and they're open 24 hours a day. And Wait, they're open 24 hours a day? Well, yeah, because the animals, that's where they live. They live out there, and, and so, you know. But 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 they have, like, viewing areas that you yeah. can, like, go check. Oh, that's all. I, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. From left to right, they're named Sunset, uh, Russia, and Uzima. And each savanna has its own look and feel. And, um, like, the, the animals vary uh, based on what savanna you're looking at. So, like, ostriches can only be found in Sunset Savannah. Zebras are only on a Russia. And kudu are only found on the Uzuma, Uzumi, Uzuma. Uz I can't say it. Uzima. <laughs> you Zima. were doing so good with these names right up until that point, man. <laughs> Giraffes are the only animal found on all three savannas. How about that? That's cool. Yeah. Each room has an animal viewing guide. That's pretty cool, too. That and, is cool. And then at night, the savannas are illuminated by artificial moonlight. Um, wow. Oh, so, so I guess you could still see yeah. stuff going out there on this, but without uh, just completely messing up uh, the uh, animals' cycles. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Um, there are safari guides outside the viewing areas, and they'll answer questions about the animals and birds. Um, altogether, so this is different than what I read originally. It says more than 200 mammals and birds, well, I guess it's combining, um, of nearly three dozen species populate the 33-acre area. That's big. And here, wow. listen to these special programs. Flamingo feedings, animal tracking, uh, music of the savannah in the Sunset Lounge, wildlife games, African games and crafts, 
cultural safari animal night vision viewing. Oh. That would be cool. Wow. An adventure camp for children 6 to 14 that includes ostrich egg painting. <laughs> I want to try an ostrich egg. Well, that's painting, not eating. No, I want to eat one. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> cookie decorating. And then, of course, there's there's themed pools. There's a kids' waiting pool and outdoor hot tubs and a fitness center. Hey. The Uzima <laughs> Springs Pool is the largest on Disney property at 11,000 square feet. That's a big pool. Gosh, this is like everything is, it's like Texas, but <laughs> African theme. <laughs> um, they have a 67-foot-long slide and a kitty waiting area. There is no quiet pool at Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's interesting. Well, yeah, it's the Animal Kingdom. Animals aren't quiet. Yeah. And uh, the fitness center um, actually has spa treatment available for you as well. Oh, so after I go sweat to death, I can get a massage. Yep. There you go. Transportation. Now, from the Animal Kingdom Lodge, your only option is buses. I mean, you can't hop on a zebra and ride to the park. Sorry, it's just not... Uh. Not gonna on, not, not even at the highest option of the room. No. They, they like won't give you like a like a. You don't a, get to do like a an ostrich to ride or something. <laughs> yeah, an ostrich ride to the. That park. would be so funny. <laughs> this is one thing I wanted to note because I thought this was pretty interesting. Animal Kingdom Lodge does not allow balloons inside the resort. Why? Because it could get on the savanna and the animals could oh. eat them. I didn't even think of that. Wow. Me neither. Yeah. So, and they also, I think they use, I think actually a lot of the places are switching to this, but I'm pretty sure they use paper straws there too. Yeah, that's, uh, that's been in the news. I think uh, McDonald's said most recently they're going to start testing paper straws, but I'm looking at the notes. Do you really have to check your balloons? Apparently so. If you like, cause you know, balloons are a big thing at the parks. So you get a big fancy Mickey balloon. You want to take it back. And then, and then, you know, as you're going back to your room, the bellhops are going to Take your balloon and then give it back to you later, which I guess is fine. But, but it's a balloon. Like, like isn't isn't like nature gonna set set in and like deflate it? It will, but it would anyway. But you also have to think though, uh, when a balloon is deflated, it still has that plastic that they could choke on. Well, oh, absolutely. A lot yeah. of people end up keeping the the balloons once they're deflated anyway, as like a, a keepsake. Yeah. But, okay. All right. I was I was unaware of that weirdos. Yeah. But you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. He totally meant it. No. Yeah. It's fine. We're all friends here. Exactly. Um, okay. Let's move on because we got a lot of deluxe resorts to talk about. We got two more. Um, Seriously, there are tons of deluxe resorts. It's almost like Disney wants you to come and spend just a crap ton of money. Well, that and there's fewer rooms at each of the deluxe resorts, so I guess they have to have more of them. Um, the Yacht Club is the next one on the list at number six. So it well, that is, just sounds fancy. Yeah, it's the sister resort of the Beach Club. It Lo also got struck by lightning recently. It did get struck by lightning recently. <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> 630 rooms. It's a little bit bigger than the Beach Club. And it's themed after Seaside New England of the late 1800s. And if you look at it, it is very pretty to look at. Just like a lot of these that we've talked about it's it's got a very nice aesthetic to it and it does share that storm along bay so um you know you've got the access to that fancy fancy pool being that this is the sister location of the beach club the a lot of the things that we've already talked about apply so i'm just going to kind of talk about the differences um room prices are about the same as the beach club standard room starting about 400 going up to 
you know, peak price about 650. And then they have suites um, as well that go up to nearly 4,000 per night. Um, if you want a oh, lagoon. Wait, 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 wait. 4,000 a night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good lord. Oh. Um, lagoon. I or, need to lay down. Yeah, lagoon or pool uh, view rooms are about 500 up to about 720. So I'm going to talk about the dining because they've got a few um, of their own restaurants that are distinct from the beach club. So they've got the Captain's Grill, which serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner in a casual nautically themed atmosphere. Um, the Yachtsman Steakhouse. It's a, it's a popular one for people who like their steak. I like steak. It's dinner only, and it's the Yacht Club's premier restaurant. I'm um, down. Yep. But reservations highly recommended for this place. It's, you can't, it's very hard to walk up. And... Um, I was trying to see if I wrote any notes about, yeah, this one, you got to dress up a little bit. There is a dress code. So yeah, I was going to, I was going to ask on that. Yeah. Men's wear, men should wear khaki slacks, jeans, or dress shorts. I, I would feel uncomfortable wearing dress shorts to a steakhouse. I, I'm going to go pants. Yeah. I'm going to go long pants. What are dress shorts? Like, I guess you can get khaki shorts. You see, um, imagine a frat boy <laughs> and the kind of shorts that he might wear with oh, a polo geez. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, to be fair, I'm the type of guy that like is going to be rocking cargo shorts until he's dead. So well, I don't know I don't who I am are... to be uh, throwing stones at fashion. Those aren't dress shorts. Cargo, I don't think no, cargoes are definitely considered. No, but they're shorts. comfortable. Gosh darn it. <laughs> and it lets me carry, carry my cargo. That's yeah. true. You're filmed for your cameras. <laughs> um, the Ale and Compass Lounge is located just off the lobby and features specialty coffee drinks. And then the Cruise Cup, located near the Yachtman, Yachtsman Steakhouse, serves a multitude of beers and drinks and wine. I like beers, drinks, and wine. And then, of course, you can go... I'm like, a fan of those as well. Because the Beach Club is right there, you can go enjoy Beach Beaches Club restaurants. and cream. Yeah, you can do that. But you can't, because it's hard to get in, but we get in. <laughs> uh, for shopping... Wow, way to rub it in everybody's face. <laughs> yes, everyone. <laughs> For shopping, the Yacht Club has an all-purpose store called Fittings and Fairings Clothes and Notions. And um, that's where you're going to get most of everything. Recreation-wise, it's really all the same kind of stuff that we mentioned for the Beach Club. Rewind about 20 minutes and listen to my Beach Club rundown of rec recreation. <laughs> um, and you're going to have all about the same thing. They, and like I said, the Ship Shape Health Club is located between the two, so you've got the access to that, that fitness center. Um, and it looks like they share the Lafferty Place Arcade with the Beach Club as well. So, uh, transportation, boats, boats to the Epcot, boats to the Hollywood Studios, buses to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, or you could walk to Epcot if you would so choose. Not a bad location. Yeah, good, good stuff. The last one is in the same area. So this is number seven on the Deluxe Resorts, and it's Disney's Boardwalk Inn, also in the Epcot area. And it's modeled after turn-of-the-century Atlantic City Resort right on Crescent Lake. And this is the one that I've stayed at. Ah, okay. I was I meant to ask you that before, but I but I hoped you would cue me. So good. Very good. Um, I, I just love the fact that it's the last-ranked one at the stupid, expensive resort. Because, of course, <laughs> that's that's the one that I stayed at. Hey, congratulations, <laughs> Ding Dong. You paid a lot, but you stayed at the worst one. Well, worst is relative, though. I mean, we're talking about deluxe Disney resorts. And I've heard a lot of people say that they love the Disney Boardwalk Inn. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I was stunned to see it ranked where it was because it's like, I did go when I was like 14, 15, uh, so it's been 
a little bit since uh, I was there, and I'm sure it's undergone some renovations. But I really enjoyed my time there, and it's like I've mentioned it several times throughout uh, throughout this series of uh, podcasts. How cool it is to go to a park by water, and it's mm-hmm. like that is that is one of the biggest selling points, at least in my opinion, to the boardwalk is you can just hop in a boat and boom, five minutes they drop you off almost right in front of like all the parks. Yeah. It's so great. It is very cool. One thing that's cool about the boardwalk in as well is it's a little bit smaller, so 378 rooms. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is small. Um, and so that makes it a little less crowded, a little less people to deal with. Um, that sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's really themed 20s and 30s Eastern Seaboard kind of in general. So I think it looks really cool. Um, yeah. I've never stayed there. Right. I've like, visited. Like, like very, very like, um, like Coney Island yeah. type 1920s feel. Right. Chandeliers, hardwood floors. Um, it's very nice. And the proximity to the, I mean, you're right on the boardwalk. So you've got access to all those restaurants. Yeah. I mean, and if you want to walk or, or take a boat over there, you can go to the Yacht and Beach Club and vice versa. You know, Yacht and Ble- Beach Club, you can go over to the boardwalk side where all the restaurants are. So, And the Yacht and Bleach Club. But yeah, Yacht and Bleach Club. <laughs> um, prices. Someone's been talking a lot. I know. Standard view rooms range from 430 up to about $700 a night. And then if you want to go with a like a deluxe club level room, you're talking starting at about 750 up to about 1200 per night. And they have suites that you can pay out the butt for if you yeah. want to. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I was going to say I think when you said $1200, that is squarely in the paying out the butt uh territory. That's right. So I wanted to ask you this, Landon. I'm glad you've stayed there because maybe you can help me with this. As I was doing my research, I don't know that the the Boardwalk Inn has its own like dedicated restaurants or anything because you're right there on the Boardwalk where all those Boardwalk restaurants are. I guess they're kind of considered like the restaurants of the Boardwalk Inn. But um, do you remember there being like an actual restaurant inside the Boardwalk Inn? I don't remember there being like a standalone, like this is the restaurant of the boardwalk. Uh, But I think that part of my, or partly might be the way it was designed because I mean, you mentioned just along the boardwalk itself, there are just tons of restaurants. And like for me personally, one of the highlights of my trip was going to uh, the ESPN club and eating a meal by myself somehow because my parents decided to let 14 15 year old land and go walk around and have dinner by himself at disney uh parenting lol but uh that was that was one of those cool moments because i just so happened to be there they were like shooting an episode of like baseball tonight or something oh there. cool so so like that that right there to me is like yeah espn club might not be you know beaches and cream or anything uh highfalutin and amazing like that but at the same time like that right there is like yeah, I, I, I remember seeing, uh, I, I think John Cruck was there. I don't know. It might have been right before Crucky uh, got on baseball tonight. But it's like, I remember going to eat at the ESPN club and then getting on a boat and going to a park. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool experience. Um, so these these are the other. You mentioned ESPN club. There's also the Bellevue Lounge, Ample Hills Creamery, Big River Grill and Brewing Works, the Boardwalk Bakery, the Flying Fish, Trattoria Al Forno, um, and then there's a pizza takeout window, uh, Leaping Horse Libations at Luna Park Water Area. You can get a sandwich or hot dog. Nice. 
Nice. And there's a cart on the boardwalk that always sells coffee and cappuccino and espresso. And there's a lot of other carts. Yeah, I saw that well. they have a lot of carts there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I did remember that. Like, it really, like when I said it's trying to recreate that, like, 1920s Coney Island feel, like, very carnival-esque. Yep. Yeah, a whole lot of carts that you can just buy food off of. There's nice. a funnel cake cart. Cool. Oh, funnel cake. Mm. The Boardwalk Mm-mm. Inn does have a themed swimming area known as Luna Park, which features a 200-foot water slide called the Keister Coaster. The Keister Coaster. <laughs> <laughs> It is and the, because it is 1920s and 1930s, uh, you have to wear like uh, that arrow yeah, uh, those swimming suits uh, gear. So yeah, just a whole bunch of like red and white striped uh, bathing suits, like like from from your neck to your ankles. Nice and handlebar mustaches. Of course, yes, and feats of strength and, <laughs> and, and, and loud piano music. Um, they they have a health club called Muscles and Bustles. Muscles and bustles. They like these that's, rhyming that's, things. That's where the loud piano music comes from. <laughs> Beats of strength. <laughs> <laughs> and they have tennis courts and marine activities, and you can go fishing and all kinds of stuff like that, too. We talked about the transportation. Landon, you mentioned it. You've got uh, boat access to Epcot Hollywood Studios. Of course, again, you can walk to Epcot if you want to. And then buses to Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, etc. I mean, yeah, like you said, I have the option to walk, but, like, come on, boat. Boat, yeah, go with boat. I, di- I wanted to mention, I didn't mention the, the night spots on the boardwalk, and I want to mention because um, it has another one of my favorite words to say, which is abracadabar. <laughs> Cadabar. Yeah, the magic-themed bar. I mean, I, I, I get what they're going for. I get what they're going for, but, man, that name. Yeah, like, it's a oof. little ridiculous. <laughs> It's it, it, it's it, it, I really feel like it might be one of those like uh, litmus tests to see how drunk you are. If you can pronounce the name of uh, Abracadabar, you're still good to drive. They're still going to yeah. serve you. <laughs> exactly. Also, once again, Monday morning monorail is not responsible. No. If you decide. <laughs> not responsible. We, we waive all responsibility. Um, Just don't do it, people. Don't do it. Um, Get an Uber. We live in 2018. Come yeah, on, ding dongs. Exactly. If you like dueling pianos... Jelly rolls. I love dueling pianos. Yeah, jelly rolls features dueling pianos. Ooh. I love jelly rolls. Wait a second. And then. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Atlantic Dance has DJ music and dancing most evenings. A lot of cool stuff to do. So there's a little bit of nightlife on the boardwalk. That kind of sounds fun. I'd like to check out the boardwalk. I know I've been there. Like, but I had really fun going as a teenager. Around. I feel like I'd like to go back and give it a shot as an adult, too. Yeah. yeah it, you'll have even more fun. An even more expensive time. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. All right, last yes. one. Here's twelve seventy five for your twelve ounces of PBR, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last one on the list of deluxe Walt Disney World resorts is. Let me just tell eight. you, this is a long list. The Dis- <laughs> Disney's Disney's Wilderness Lodge. This one is the resort that's themed after basically like Yellowstone National Park. It's like a big wilderness resort. Lodge. Yeah. I mean, I basically just said it's Disney's Wilderness Lodge, and it looks like a Wilderness Lodge. That's really descriptive, isn't it? Um, Your descriptors are on point, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever, like, you should, I really encourage you, really for all of these, go watch YouTube videos where they tour these resorts, because some of these, they're just so grand and, and really 
like beautiful to look at. And the Disney's Wilderness Lodge lobby or grand lobby, I don't know what you'd call it. It's gorgeous. Like the main room is so big. It's hard to it's even really explain yeah. um, over this podcast just how amazing they are. Yeah, it is difficult to describe. Um, but it, there's a lot to see. All right, so how much should you expect to pay if you stay at the Wilderness Lodge? Uh, an arm and a leg, just like the other places. <laughs> Standard rooms start around $330 and go up to about 580 And then if you want to go real fancy and stay like a club-level deluxe, they might start around 700 and go up to about 1200 So, uh, And they have uh, suites as well. There are. I can't believe I'm going to say this on a $1,200 hotel room. In the scheme of things, it's like, is, 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 is that that much at Disney? Well, I mean, honestly, Wilderness Lodge is a little on the lower end of the resorts we've talked about. Yeah, yeah once again, lower, quote unquote, where, where, you know, context is everything, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's the exactly. thing. You get the sticker shock of the $4,000 a room or a night room, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'll pay 1200 sure. Exactly. Yeah, like, you know what? Out $1,000 high. a night? That's absolutely doable, What guys. a deal. <laughs> Give me two rooms. Yeah, yeah I'm going to sign up. Is there a contract I can sign before you guys uh, uh, change the price? <laughs> Um, so for dining, we got a couple nice restaurants. Artist Point is a fancier restaurant, and um, apparently it's famous for its cedar plank salmon. I love cedar plank salmon. I love cedar plank. I it, would eat cedar planks. And this is one of the few U.S. locations which annually gets rare and tasty Copper River salmon. That's interesting. Well, of course, Disney is one of those places. Yeah. And then there's the Whispering Canyon, which is ironically named because it's the place where it gets real loud in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. They. This is the place where they do lots of silly things. I heard it recently compared on a podcast to Disney's version of like a Dick Slash Resort. Oh, okay. And, hmm. and I could kind of see that. Like, they're not going to be rude to you. They just really are goofy. And they're they're encouraged to make it like a real silly experience. Like, if you go in this place and you ask for ketchup, then the your server's going to yell ketchup, and everybody in the restaurant's going to bring you a dollar. Uh, a dollar. Yeah, that would be nice. Oh, I would go. <laughs> wow, that'd be super awesome. <laughs> a bottle of ketchup. Water only, please. Also, I need ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> I would keep ordering ketchup. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, um, food is served served family style there. So you in skillets, and so you share, you know, whatever you order around the family. That's pretty. I nice. think that's fun. Hmm. Mm hmm. Um, they've got a territory lounge next to Artist Point, uh, Roaring Fork, which is another, it's a self-serve snack shop. And I think Roaring Fork, is that not where you get the campfire cupcake that we read about? Oh yeah. I think that's right. That's going to be a cool cupcake. Yeah. Trout Pass is a poolside refreshment. And then they also have a new place called Geyser Point, um, at the Wilderness Lodge, which is quick service or I think it's quick serve. It's like. Uh, a place where you can go and you sit down and you, you can order. Um, yeah, I think you do order from a counter. I need more details on that one, but I, but it's a it's newer, but it's it's a nice place to go eat as well. And then Miss Jenny's in room dining is available um, there, so you've got you do have room service as well. For shopping, Wilderness Lodge Mercantile Shop has a variety of Northwestern and Wilderness Lodge specific theme merchandise, and then you get all your Disney memorabilia and all the other things you might need. Um, and they've got like the pool It's um, it's really themed around that whole national park look, um, inside the lobby, there's like a little geyser that kind of bubbles out into the silver Creek falls and then into the pool. Oh, 
Oh, fun. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. And there's a short water slide and a kid's pool and two hot tubs. And um, there's a wooded path for walking, jogging, and biking. You can rent boats. You can rent bikes and Surrey bikes and a lot of other things at the marina. So there's a lot to do. And I should mention an arcade located near Mercantile Store. Um, you can see the Magic Kingdom fireworks from the Wilderness Lodge, but it's a little bit limited because it's kind of like around the corner. And um, there's a couple other interesting things you can do. So they've got special tours. One's called the Wonders of, Lo of the Lodge, offered at 9 a.m. on Wednesday, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And it's all about the architecture and how the lodge was built. And then they, you can be selected as the Flag Family, um, which is where you get to go on the roof of the Wilderness Lodge and assist with raising the flags for the day. So that's kind of an interesting, huh. kind of weird experience. It's like a yeah, salute I, your shorts kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, can this family hold a pile of books in their hands while I come and slap it out of birds? <laughs> um, you, can, you also can see the electric water pageant from the Wilderness Lodge. And there's a 120-foot geyser that spouts every hour on the hour. Hmm. Dang. That's pretty cool. Uh, transportation. You've got buses. And boats. I was trying to see. I I really don't know that much about the Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> I'll leave that in. <laughs> awesome sell job, dude. Well, actually, I can see why it's rated the last one. It doesn't sound that exciting. Um, they're like I think the contemporary sounds really cool, like the Floridian. Mm -hmm. um, I even think that the 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 uh, Boardwalk one sounds really neat. Like, yeah, this is this is the first of the deluxe ones where I where I hear the price point. Yeah, we were making the joke of oh, it's only fourteen hundred dollars for a for a lo uh, a lodge or whatever. It's like, but this is the first one of the deluxes. I'm like, I don't know if this is really you know uh, justifying how much you're spending. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's still nice, but. I, yeah, you can go be a flag family. You yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the other ones, I don't know. That's just my opinion. You're entitled to that. I know. And we went through this list so that people would have all the information that they needed to determine which of these hotels are the best for them. And, and which it's a ones lot they could avoid. to take in. So it watch YouTube videos, people. Well, like I said, this this would this would have been a nice uh, podcast to listen to while you're like surfing the internet, looking at pictures of the places, and right, and being able to see an example of what we're describing. Um. For all of the deluxe resorts, you you know you can see that they're offering a little bit more. They're a little fancier, a little more upscale. Usually have multiple dining options. There's a lot of recreation. Um, a lot of times you're talking character breakfast or lunch or dinner. Right. Um, and then you've got like the you know the fitness centers, the health clubs, the the um, spas, you know all that kind of stuff. So. There's a lot that goes along with it, and 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 I, for me, a big selling point, like Lana mentioned, is being able to get to the parks in a way other than just on a bus. Like a boat is an awesome way to get to the park. The monorail is an awesome way to get to the parks. There's a lot of things to say about it, and if all that stuff's important to you, then maybe you get val, you know, it's still value to you um, with the different high, what we would consider, you know, relatively high price points. So, I mean, I think they all sound really cool. Um, but 
Like, my big thing whenever I go on vacation, like I've said, is food. I love food, and I like eating new food. But you can stay at the value resorts and go to these deluxe resorts restaurants, you know, and, yeah, you and try the food. That's true. So, um... We're doing that. Yeah. That's my little bit. Yep. Fair enough. Landon, what are your final thoughts about deluxe resorts? Uh, final thoughts is, I mean, for for how much you're paying, you should get all the bells and whistles that come with it. But of the deluxe resorts we've talked about, surprisingly, I think I would go with the Polynesian if I if I had to pick one. Just from the way it's presented, the way the uh, the uh, resort itself looks from the outside, and then when you see the pictures on the inside, like I just love everything that the Polynesian brings about it. That said, I mean the Grand Floridian sounds really cool, and you know it's super awesome because if you've gone to Disney via monorail, you probably passed through it at least once. But um, that said. I would still be hard pressed if, if if I'm having to pay for everything when it comes to my Disney vacation, which unfortunately I think that's how the real world works. That like you have to pay for everything that is yours. I think I still think I would end up going with the All Star Movie. Okay, we didn't sell him on any of the deluxes. I mean, no, 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 no. Like like y'all did a great job, but uh, that but that sticker shock like like shocked me way the heck down <laughs> to the value end. Yeah, you can get a lot of fancy dinners for the price you pay at a, you know, one, exactly, one night yeah. at one of the deluxes. So like if you have a lot of, um, a lot of money and, and you can spend the money. Or it, if you've been saving it cause you've been wanting to splurge. Right. Yeah. Then, you know, if, if you did it with that intent, my place for the deluxe would be the animal kingdom lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you could get that, those Savannah rooms. Yeah. yeah. That, that would, that would be awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, the Savannah rooms are so cool. The food is so good. Um, I know by experience. And I don't have to deal with as much pineapple like I would at the Polynesian. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry that your uh, your toothpaste has been infused with pineapple. Exactly. So they're, they're pumping pa- pineapple gas through the AC. <laughs> yeah, I hate if you're, that you're, you're lathering your hair up in the shower, I'd be like, yep, I knew it. It's pineapple shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that's a concern of mine, but, you know, it just, it really, I have to be careful, so... Yeah, how dare you not want to die? I know. <laughs> but it'd be I, funny if that was a disclaimer for the Polynesian Resort. Like, please don't <laughs> stay here if you have a pineapple allergy. Warning, I mean, you might die. I mean, it's a real concern for people with pineapple like, allergies. It'd be like if there was a resort themed after peanut butter or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I would love that resort. <laughs> I yeah, I would better. totally be down to go to Reese's World. Yes. <laughs> well, there is a Hershey Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's not Reese's World. Come true, on. <laughs> true, true. Well, you all know my vote. I would say at the Polynesian. It's been something I've wanted to do ever since I started going to Disney when I was, you know, a, a wee tyke. And <sighs> someday I'd love to do it. I'm I, sure. I think I, I would probably in, really enjoy staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. But if I knew I could only pick one... I would feel somewhat disappointed that I didn't get to oh, come do on. the Polynesian. Oh, so I'm I guess gonna... we're just going to have to take multiple deluxe trips. That's all yep. there is to it. I'm just going to have to what we're going to have to do. By the way, Jay, you're paying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, or we can just ask, you know, some of our listeners out there, you know, if, if you happen to be going down, you've got a little extra room in your, in your resort, just, you know, sit, shout us out. We'll, we'll go with you. We'll fill up those Absolutely. empty spaces. I fit in a suitcase <laughs> folded. 
Better yet, start us a Patreon. Uh, that way we can come join you on your vacation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's not weird. <laughs> so as No, we, not at all. It's for a podcast, everybody. Um, as we kind of wrap up here, the last thing I wanted to say was, in this category, you could consider the, the Swan and Dolphin Hotel. They are also in the um, Epcot Resort area. They're not Disney-operated. They're actually Starwood Hotels. But... They um, have a lot of the same amenities as all the Disney Resort hotels that we've been talking about. They get access to extra magic hours. They, you know, they get the um, they can make the fast pass reservations and dining reservations just like you can at a regular. And that stuff's really important to me, and, like, and, like especially those extra magic hours. Yeah, and it's a little bit cheaper than some of these other deluxe resorts we've been talking about. So you don't you don't necessarily place pay such a high Disney premium for the rooms at the Swan and Dolphin. That's interesting. And they have boats that go to the Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I mean, yeah. they're, they're basically right there on the boardwalk. So, Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't get into a lot of detail with those, mostly because the deluxe resorts took over an hour to go through. But if you guys <laughs> want, if you're interested in that, I'm not against them. It's not that I'm, I'm trying to say that they're not worth the time. It's just that I tried to stick to just Disney-operated hotels for this conversation. Yeah. So, and, and again, the other option is... A lot of those deluxe resorts have uh, DVC properties that are that are part of the resort, and you do have the option to rent DVC points and stay in those rooms, which sometimes can be cheaper than than just getting the room, uh, like a non DVC room at that resort. Yeah. So you should do the research because that's one way that you might be able to get into a place like Animal Kingdom Lodge and not necessarily pay five hundred dollars a night. Yep. So it's an option. And we should, like I said, one day we'll talk more about DVC. We can get into that in a little more detail, but it's out there. Be aware. So. Very cool. Yeah. Whew. That was a lot of resort talk. It was a lot of resort talk. I think we should take a break from recording for a few weeks and maybe go down to Disney. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Sorry, Landon. Sounds good. Wait, no. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> yeah. Of course, if you're listening to this, we're already back. But you know, technically, these recordings came from the past. So, and um, technically, I never left. So you know, in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sad now. All right. Oh. Well, we'll be thinking of you while we're there. Yeah. And we'll. I'll eat a zebra yeah, dome thanks, for you. you Ding dongs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll enjoy some Dole Whip in your name. Yeah, yeah, you have to eat my body weight in, to, uh, in tostadas in my tostadas. honor. <laughs> oh, yum. Okay, challenge accepted. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, Landon, thanks for helping us to complete the walkthrough of all the Walt Disney World resorts. It's been a lot of fun having you as, as kind of a full-time co-pilot. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for inviting me into the uh, into the front cart of this monorail. I'll uh, mosey my way back to the middle one. But uh, thank you all for helping me plan my uh, future Disney trip. I uh, greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. It sounds like we sold you on the all-star movies. So I feel like we exactly. really did, we, yeah. we, we did I now, contribute. I now know a price point I need to aim for and what I can you know uh, get away if I want to uh, spend a little bit extra at uh, one of them fancy restaurants. Uh, though I hear I need to go ahead and get in uh, some reservations for beaches and cream. I hear that one's hard to get. Yeah, good yeah. luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> well, well, uh, my, my Disney trip, uh, probably when I can afford it, is probably going to be like 20, 27. So hopefully I can get in by then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Beaches that's and, that's when Disney Denver is going to be up and running. Beaches and, and Cream I'm, is going to be stay at the uh, Colorado Springs Resort. Yeah. Beaches and Cream is going to be such old news by 2027. There, there's going to be a, a much better place where you can get virtual ice cream that'll make <laughs> it'll make it taste like a fireworks display in your head or something. I don't yeah. know. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, but Landon, it's it's been a pleasure and. If you've enjoyed listening to Landon, you don't have to stop listening here. He's got a lot of other places that you can hear him. First of all, you can hear him or read him, read his tweets at Landoz, L-A-N-D-O-Z on Twitter. But if you want to hear more audio from Landon, go to buttmuchships.com, sit on your button much, and download yeah. Nearfall Radio, a wrestling podcast all about the WWE and the sweet science of professional wrestling, or... Game of Thrones Talk or Got Talk, where he talks all about the award-winning series, Game of Thrones. Both of them are awesome. They're worth your time. If you're into either of those subjects, you're going to enjoy what you hear. That was kind of like a men's warehouse. You'll like the way you look. Uh, yeah. You'll, you'll like <laughs> That's what okay. You I'm the president and a customer. By the way, if you would like to hear my tweets, uh, send me money at PayPal, and I will <laughs> record audio versions of my tweets specifically for you. <laughs> Sounds good. If, if, if you can make that happen, man, I'll, I'd be that I'd be envious because that, that would be a good job to have, just paid to do audio tweets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah I mean, that's uh, a- like that's, that's the dream, I think, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because we're basically describing just having a career in radio. <laughs> yeah, just those really are hard long, to come by, unfortunately. Anyway. Really long audio tweets. Um, yeah, <laughs> but no. Um, I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us on this series. We're going to get back to your regularly scheduled program now that we're back in town and our vacation is over with, sadly. Is the not-so-scary Halloween uh, currently ongoing now that y'all are back? Uh, well, now it's July 30th, and it starts in August, so basically, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool, sweet. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to interact with us on Twitter, you can do that at Morning Monorail. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. You can find us. At, we have a Facebook fan page, and then you can email us, mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. But we're going to wrap it up because I think we all need a nap, and I, Sam's about to chew her arm off because she's so hungry i'm so hungry so so thank you all so much have a great week we'll see you next time ladies and gentlemen thank you for riding with us today we hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week until then we want to hear from you send us questions comments and suggestions on twitter at morning monorail our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all.